to The Tim Donnelly Show on the talk of the New River Valley, 1017, 1035, and 1460 WRAD. Tim Donnelly Show back here on the talk of the New River Valley, WRAD, 101.7, 103.5, and 1460 AM. Before we jump into Got You Covered, we need to let you know what we're going to get you covered with next week. Here's our broadcast schedule on the New River Valley radio group uh, family of networks. All right, Tim, we got a stacked week coming up. So on Saturday, RU women's basketball taking on Presbyterian beginning at 1.30 over on 103.5 and 1460. VT men's basketball versus Florida State. You can catch the coverage starting at 3.30 on 105.3 The Bear. RU men's basketball taking on Charleston Southern beginning at 3.30 on 101.7 WRAD. On Sunday, VT Women's Basketball back in action, taking on Miami, beginning at 150 on Hot 100.7. RU Women's Basketball taking on American University this Sunday as well. Coverage begins at 130 on 103.5 and 1460 AM. Gotcha. There you go. That's the rest of this this week. If you want to catch on Monday, actually, you can catch Tech Talk Live as well on 105.3 The Bear. And that's what's coming up here in the next couple of days. All right. Kind of setting the table a little bit for you. On the, the New River family of uh, radio stations that we have here uh, at our studios. Uh, now let's get you covered in a different way. Let's get you covered with all of the news happening in the sports world right here, right now. It's got you covered. No one has time to catch all the games. Don't worry. Tim will get you covered. Panther fans, listen up. Your team's not in the Super Bowl, but there's still some news coming out of Charlotte. Greg Olson, longtime tight end, almost a decade with the team, one of the best players in franchise history. He and the Panthers have decided it's best to part ways mutually. I just can't wait for a a situation where a relationship ends in public and it's not mutual. I just want someone to say, it's not them, it's me. I don't want to be here. Uh, That's neither here nor there. Uh, Greg Olson on the way out. Uh, it's going to hurt the Panthers. They're entering into a bit of a rebuild mode. Uh, the, The real interesting thing is how this is going to affect Cam Newton. Thomas Davis is gone. Steve Smith is gone. Greg Olson is gone. Luke Keekley is gone. All of these guys have moved on, and Cam Newton is the last of that core group remaining, and, and, and who knows how long that will last. Tom Brady last night decided to say, look at me, everybody, look at me. I don't get enough attention. I'm only Tom Brady, when he posted a, a silhouette of himself either walking into or out of a football stadium. No caption, no words, just dramatic. And, and of course, everyone immediately became uh, a palm reader, right? Oh, this means that he's retiring. Oh, this one over here means that he's going to go play for the Chargers. This one over here means he's going to play for the Titans. No, he's coming back to the Patriots. It didn't mean anything. He then responded to Adam Schefter saying that the picture had nothing to do with his football future. He knew we would speculate. He knew that Patriots Nation would go crazy. Somehow, this guy is the greatest quarterback to ever live with six Super Bowls and an entire nation that is obsessed with him, his supermodel wife, and his perfect life, and the Uggs that he wears on his feet. And he's still saying, look at me, look at me, like a two-year-old that's saying, look what I can do. Get over yourself, Tom Brady. That guy's never going to retire, not because he's still a good football player, but because he can't deal with not having all of the eyeballs set right on himself. Last night, Michael Vick, 30 for 30 on ESPN. 
it, it appears as if it, it, it's not a perfect documentary. Um, I have not had a chance to see it as of yet. Had to get to sleep early before it aired at 9. However, uh, brand recognition. Brand recognition. It should be a, a positive for Virginia Tech when it comes to recruiting, when it comes to money raising, because the more and more and more people talk about your program, the better and better and better it is. And at the very least, the Michael Vick 30 for 30 documentary is going to get people talking. Uh, also last night, Bo Davidson, a member of the offensive staff for the Virginia Tech Hokies, not a full assistant coach, but a member of the staff nonetheless, tweeted this out. Can't wait to see this kid next year. He was just warming up last year with a whole bunch of emojis, and he tagged Hendon Hooker. That's a, a semi-endorsement there from someone inside the building. I'm not saying Hendon Hooker doesn't deserve to start. I believe he does. However, I would have guessed that everyone inside that building would have been towing the line saying, open competition, everyone has a chance, everyone's equal, Braxton Burmeister, Quincy Patterson, along with Hendon Hooker. Them saying this makes me believe that maybe that, that the wide-open quarterback room might not be as wide open as we thought. Hokies play Florida State tomorrow uh, on the basketball side of things. Uh, how about this for Florida State? Their top seven scorers are all between 6'4 and 6'9. A little out of character for, for the Seminoles, who traditionally have a couple of 6'9", 6'10", 6'11", 7 feet guys with wingspans that span from the east to west coast. Uh, but they are still tremendously talented. Statistics might not jump out at you, but they've beaten good teams and they passed the eye test. An absolutely huge game for Virginia Tech up against the top 10 opponent. And then there's this other game. This other game that might pop up in your, your water cooler conversations occasionally this weekend. Matter of fact, it might be the reason you need Gotcha Covered to keep you updated with sports conversation because it's the one sports event that you watch every year, the Super Bowl. It's the one sports event that you can drag the, the spouse and kids, kids to every year. It's the Super Bowl. And I'll leave you with this. The Chiefs, if you pick them, it's because of their explosion. They don't have to play four great quarters like everyone else, right? They could play one great half and just be so much better than everyone else in that one great half, it's enough to win. We saw it against Houston. We saw it against Tennessee where they played bad first quarters and absolutely exploded to win the game anyway. If you're picking the Niners, it's because you believe in smash mouth football. It's because you believe in running, running the ball and defense. Mostert and Shanahan and defense. That's what you're betting on. So those are the reasons to make your two picks. I can't tell you who to pick. You can take anyone. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show here on the Talk of the New River Valley, WRAD, 101, 101.7, 103.5, and 1460 AM. You can also catch us on the TuneIn app and com for our live stream. Joining us now inside the Mockadoo studio, uh, Staff Sergeant Phillips, Staff Sergeant Wag of the United States Army. Uh, gentlemen, good morning. 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 Uh, so we're going to talk about recruiting and, and coming into the Army and, and, and all of those things that we normally talk about. Um, but it's Friday of, of Super Bowl weekend. Absolutely. So, so first of all, what is it like? Uh, I, I don't know if, if you guys even know, like in boot camp or when you're you're somewhere and you got all the guys together and there's an event like the Super Bowl is is it I mean is there trash talk is the the guy from Kansas City letting everybody know that that it's it's time to go Oh absolutely uh I was actually deployed when the Falcons went to the Super Bowl and I'm a huge Falcons fan I was super pumped I stayed up till four o'clock in the morning <laughs> and then I was just utter disappointment so <laughs> but it was a good first half 
<laughs> it was a great first half. I was afraid you guys were going to mention it, uh, you know, yesterday when you guys were talking about the top three Super Bowls. I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And uh, and what's it like the next day when when you're walking around and every I'm assuming you know you get pretty close with your guys over there. Uh, they all know you're you're a huge Falcons fan. Is it everyone's kind of being respectful of you, or is it the opposite and they're all twisting that knife? Oh, they're twisting that knife for weeks, <laughs> for oh, weeks and weeks. So then, so then, let's give you guys some opportunity to to do some trash talking here. Uh, obviously, Kansas, Kansas City, San Francisco. I don't. You guys, neither of you are from there, right? You're, no, you're, no, of course not. <laughs> of course <laughs> not. <laughs> That's that trash talk we were there talking about. Uh, so, so do you have a uh, an opinion? Who do you, who do you think is going to be able to pull it off? Uh, I'm going for the Chiefs this time. Is that is that a prediction or is that a hope? Right, those That's are two, a, two different things. It's a hope. Uh, <laughs> it's it's definitely going to be a good game. Uh, if San Francisco's running back Moser mm-hmm. just comes in there and crushes like he did the last game, then I think San Francisco will pull it off. But uh, but Mahomes on the other side, you know, always got a shot, right? Yep, number one offense and then number one defense. So, so in so, my opinion. So we, t- we talk about careers with, with the U.S. Army when you guys come in. Uh, what is it, 150-plus careers in the U.S. Army? Uh, a billion different interests can all lead you in a, a billion different ways. Um, I'd imagine that that football player or, or basketball player probably leads well into, into many of them, correct? Oh, absolutely. So, so uh, Mahomes, where, where, what career are you putting him in? Mm. Leader, right? I don't know. I don't know if it if it matters that he has a uh, cannon for a right arm. I don't. I don't know if that helps. <laughs> yeah, he's probably probably going to infantry. Yeah. yeah, infantry sounds good for him. Absolutely, infantry. Yeah. And uh, and why? Explain why. I mean, he's just got the. I mean, it's the physicality mm-hmm. of being in the infantry. Um, being a leader is the most important part of being an infantryman because it's such a fast promotion rate. You're going to be in charge of soldiers before you've been in the army more than three years. Hmm. It's going to happen. So you have to be able to take up that mantle and run with it. And I believe that Patrick Mahomes can do it. And ironically, in his third year, he's uh, already been an MVP in his second year, and now he's in the Super Bowl. So, mm-hmm. so maybe he's right on right on that path. Oh yeah, he's, he's gonna fit right in. <laughs> that's uh, that's funny. And and uh, and then in the, the flip side, and and I try to fight this stigma anytime you guys come in because, um, you know, there's probably a point in time in, in, in my life where I believed it. Uh, the physical nature, I, I believe, uh, of the army and maybe the the legend of, of boot camps and things like that uh, make some people apprehensive about about enlisting, right? They might want to serve their country. They might hear one of the careers that we talk about and go, I think that sounds awesome. But at the same time, they're saying, you know, I, I wasn't good at the mile in gym class and in high school. Uh, how much of a hurdle is that for someone that's looking to, to join? Uh, we normally always tell people, you know, it's it's seventy percent mental and thirty percent physical. Uh, if you can make your mind do it, you could do it. Um, basic training is one of those things where it's one foot in front of the other. It's a crawl, walk, run um, training path. Nobody's going to make you show up and be like, "All right, man, well that five miles today, let's get it happening." In you know. in, in boots <laughs> in the sand, right? Because I mean, right. that's you know I, I don't know if it's the you know the documentaries on on the special forces hell weeks and stuff, but. You know, what pops into your head when you think of boot camp is exactly what you said. Like, you know, four miles, you have six minutes to run each mile. You're in boots and you haven't slept in two days and you're in the sand, which which I'm guessing if you, you do go that path, you might one day have to do that. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, that path. <laughs> but not right out the gate. No, right out the gate, you're looking seriously. I mean, you're, you have to think that the Army spends so much money on health care and, mm-hmm. and keeping readiness up to the T that, that we're not going to waste our most valuable asset, which is the soldier. 
um, to do things like right out the gate for the kids that played um, Call of Duty their whole high school career instead of you know playing football. Mm-hmm. We have to get everybody on the same even playing field and then proceed forward with the training. So, so um, what, by the way, we are talking with Staff Sergeant Phillips, Staff Sergeant Wag of the U.S. Army, uh, talking a little recruitment here. Um, so what are you looking for in, in, a, in a potential candidate or potential enlistee if it's not, you know, someone that, you know, already has six-pack abs? If you're willing to, to put the work into them physically and do the crawl, walk, run, what, what are you looking for? I mean, you said it right there, the willingness. Mm. Um, I want people who are going to one day go into the Army and do bigger and better things. Um, every leader in the Army strives to make sure that the person that they've trained is going to be better than that leader is currently. Mm. So if you're willing to put forth the effort and be teachable, be coachable, if you there will. You if you're willing to be coachable, um, then this is what we're looking for. This is what we want. That's probably a lesson that can be learned across all of life, right? If, mm. if you want to train people to be better than you are, that's like a, a pretty noble thing to, to actually believe. Right. I mean, uh, if you look at where sergeant comes from, it's the Latin word for um, service. Hmm. So that's what the whole thing is. You're here to serve, which is to serve your people, not um, necessarily yourself. See, I thought sergeant meant like badass or something. <laughs> that's what it does in our office. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's uh, I mean, it, it definitely is a, is a synonym, at least in, in my book. Um, so so you guys are out uh, doing the recruiting thing. Um what, what, where, where you guys stand, where are you going to be, where can they find you, track you down, answer some questions, you know, the, the, the basics. I mean, we go everywhere, uh, <laughs> especially. Which is true. I mean, yeah. I, I went to the movies the other day and I, I bumped into Staff Sergeant Wag. Yeah. Uh, you, you, uh, you know, you, you guys literally are everywhere. Yeah, we, we try to go out. Uh, we go to all the local high schools, mm-hmm. Radford, Christiansburg, Blacksburg, Giles, Narrows. And I've uh, seen them at, at high school football games as well. Yep. Co- college sporting events, you guys are everywhere. Yep. So we, we try to just get out and talk to everyone uh, because most people don't know about the Army. They, they hear and know what they see, but they don't know what it's actually about. So, I mean, we just get out and try to talk to everybody about what it is like. Uh, so, so, so the advice I would pass along to anyone that's, that's even semi-interested is, uh, you know, there's so much more information than we could pass along in, in a couple minutes on the radio. We, we try to, to make it interesting. But um, if you have questions that pertain to you, call go, GoArmyVirginia.com. Stop by the NRV Mall. You guys have that, that little storefront kind of area. There's, uh, you know, get your questions answered at least, right? No commitment to do that. Yeah, nope. just come on in and talk to us. Look us up on Facebook. Send us a message. And, and as, we, uh, as we started with, um, talk some trash. Yeah, exactly. Right. Hey, we can bring in your, your favorite team when you come in and see. As long as it's not, you know, the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan, we'll be all right. <laughs> so you're anti-Shanahan. Oh, absolutely. Oh, He's not going to go win a Super Bowl right. with the 49ers <laughs> and not win it with the Falcons. It's just not going to happen. You, you just kept the wrong coach. <laughs> that might be the problem. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> all right, there we go. That's uh, Atlanta, Falcon fan, Atlanta Falcons fan Sergeant Staff Sergeant Phillips and Staff Sergeant Wag of the U.S. Army. Guys, appreciate you for stopping by. Thank, Thank you. you. The WRAD Talk Network, 1017, 1035, 1460 AM, the TuneIn app, and WRADradio.com. More of the Tim Donnelly Show next on WRAD. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show. And once again, thank you to the guys from the U.S. Army for joining us during that last segment there. Um, and, and uh, yeah, if you have any questions, be sure to reach out, GoArmyVirginia.com. Um, can answer a lot of your questions and can get you in contact with people that can answer the rest of your questions as well. Um, Collision Plus, want to give them a shout-out. 
uh, Collision Plus, if you find yourself in a situation where uh, uh, your car is banged up, bruised up, scraped, cut, dented, dinged, uh, from a grocery cart ding to a full-on auto collision repair, repair Collision Plus can get you back on the road again. Auto body repair, auto paint refinishing, vehicle pin striping, framing unibody straightening, collision wheel alignments, temporary repairs, vehicle towing, enterprise car rental. It's all right there in Blacksburg and Christiansburg at their two convenient locations. The phone number for Collision Plus is 540-953-3910. That's 540-953-3910. Super Bowls this weekend. You guys may have heard of it. It's this little game. couple teams get together. Uh, no, it's the Super Bowl. You know what, what's on the line here. Um, it's like I, WrestleMania, but for football. It's way, way, <laughs> way bigger than WrestleMania. I'm aware. If anything, WrestleMania might be like the Super Bowl for wrestling fans. <laughs> I had to throw that one in there. Here's the, uh, here's the move, though. Uh, here's my piece of advice. Enjoy it all, right? Sometimes I think like true football fans, which I definitely consider myself one, like true, true football fans, um, get caught up in like not being the traditional Super Bowl watcher. Like I, I have friends that watch it by themselves with no snacks. And they do that because they're there to appreciate the game. Oh, man. But I, you got to have the nachos and I'm, the wings. I'm of the belief that uh, – the Super Bowl is for everyone, and you should enjoy everything about the Super Bowl. So, wings, yep. Nachos, absolutely. I'm a big dips fan. Get some guac, get some onion dip, a little salsa, maybe some, some cream cheese-based dips of some kind. Uh, bean dip, fan of it. Many different dipping apparatuses. Have, have the, the vegetables that you can dip, have the crackers that you can dip, have the chips that you can dip, maybe make, a pretzel. Oh, man, you're making me hungry now. Maybe a pretzel that you could dip. But also, I'm someone. I'm not someone that goes, "Oh man, what is it? A 35 minute halftime?" I get excited for the show. It is the most most watched concert of the entire year, every single year. I'm I'm gonna be sitting down and I'm gonna be watching J Lo and uh, and Shakira. Right, the commercials. Commercials are awesome. I I intentionally don't. Click on the links when they get leaked beforehand, right? I don't like how they do that now. So, so I'm intentionally staying the heck away. I actually saw one theory online that said Tom Brady's cryptic Twitter post was a setup for a Super Bowl commercial. And I got mad because I was like, if I just watched it, I don't want to know what the Super Bowl commercial is, is coming from. So, so uh, I enjoy the whole thing. I'm going to enjoy Patrick Mahomes and Jimmy G and Richard Sherman and Travis Kelsey, but I'm also going to enjoy the wings. I'm also going to enjoy the commercials, the halftime show, and everything that goes along with the Super Bowl. And that is my advice to you. My PSA going into the break is, is enjoy everything about the Super Bowl. When we come back, we'll keep talking about the game. We have bold predictions, and they're all Super Bowl-related. Stick around.
Welcome back. Tim Donnelly Show, Talk of the New River Valley, WRAD. 101.7103.5-1460 AM as well. Uh, it is now time for bold predictions. And we're going to have some more conversation about the Super Bowl, but the bold predictions are all centered around the Super Bowl. So they're all things that will happen within the Super Bowl. Uh, and they're all hopefully bold enough. Now, if you've heard bold predictions done elsewhere, then then you might know, uh, you might you might think you know what you're going to hear. We'll put it that way. You might have an idea of what you think this is going to be like. But here's the thing. They don't do it right. We do it right. Myself, producer Lobro, we do it right because we've in- installed the checks and balances system. Normally, when someone starts doing bold predictions, you just have to take their word for it that it's bold, right? Bold prediction. Patrick Mahomes is going to throw a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Yeah, then they go crazy. There's a graphic. There's this explosion noise. It's not bold. No. So what we've done is we have Lobro to prevent that. I make a bold prediction that I think is bold. If it is bold enough, you will hear this. If it is not bold enough, you will hear this. And and then you will hear this. Go bolder. Now, and, I just want to say this. This is the Super Bowl edition, so I might have to tell you to go super bolder. Super bolder? Hey. Super bolder? Super bolder. So this is super bold predictions. Super bold predictions. All right, here we go. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, four touchdown passes. Four. Four. One, two, three, four. What's Uno, he, dos, tres, what's cuatro. I don't, I don't know off the top of my head. He, I mean, he threw for 50 last year in whatever that was, 16 games. But this year with injuries and stuff, I think he was somewhere 30-ish, okay. maybe under. Ignorance is bliss. I'll give that one to you. That All one right. is super bold enough. Just because you don't know, we'll take it. Uh, Travis Kelsey, two touchdown catches. Keep in mind, a lot of what I think uh, makes the Chiefs an attractive candidate to pick in this game is because of the the two speedy guys, Hardman and, and Hill. Because I, I think once they can, if they can, if the, the play calling of the Chiefs, Eric Bieniemy, uh, if he can play call the, the, the 49ers into having to play man, which I think they will be able to, then the, the Niners are going to have a hell of a time catching up with, with Hardman and Hill, who are just flat out fast. So, so that's why I, I like the Chiefs as an attractive team to pick. But I think Kelsey is going to find his way into the end zone twice. Bold prediction. Hmm. I like your explanation. Two for two. You can't slow me down. Ah, oh, man. You can't slow me down, Lobro. Uh, everyone will appreciate this one here in Hokie Nation. Kendall Fuller, former Hokie defensive back for the Chiefs. I think he snags an interception. An interception? One interception, yes. You want two? Go Super Bowler. I'll go with this. I'll go Fuller gets one and Tyron Matthew gets one. All right. I'll let you divide it up. That's two picks by – Jimmy G might only throw it like ten times, and I'm saying (laughs) two are going to be picked off. Yeah, I'd say that's bold. Uh, Raheem Mostert, Mostert, uh, two touchdowns rushing. That's bold. Uh, Okay, there you go. Um, Debo Samuel, one touchdown. I'm just calling out touchdowns now. If these happen, then I should have went to Vegas. But who's Debo Samuel? Uh, Debo Samuel, he is a very young wide receiver for the San Francisco 49. First time I've heard his name all season long. Well, then you should give me bold prediction. For That's it. super bold. He is good. I don't I don't want to pretend like <laughs> – if you were a football fan, you know Debo, Sa- Debo right. Samuel. 
Um, Richard Sherman, one interception. more go super Bowl. uh sherman an interception and bosa a sack go super Bowl. uh and bosa two sacks okay all right there we go uh so that's it for bold predictions we have mahomes four touchdowns kelsey two touchdowns fuller and matthew with an interception apiece uh mostert two touchdowns debo samuel one touchdown sherman and bosa uh combined for an interception and two sacks cha-ching Okay, here's the deal. Uh, just a, a quick little little breakdown of the Super Bowl here. Um, and I'm actually going to use my bold predictions as talking points. Uh, Fuller and Matthew getting interceptions. I'm not sure if they're going to get interceptions, right? I'm, I, I like to think that they have the ability to do so. But what I do think is they're, the secondary for the Chiefs is kind of playing right field in this one. Let me explain what I mean. Uh if you're playing in right field, the ball might not come to you very often, right? But you have to focus like every pitch is going to come to you because if you're not paying attention and it rattles around in that right field uh, uh, corner, that I mean, you could let a double be a triple. You could let a triple be an inside the parker. You could let a, uh, a routine out be a hit. Like you have to pay attention every single play or else um, – you could make the play in a negative way that robs your team of, of a win. So if you are Fuller, if you are Matthew, if you are the, the rest of this secondary for the Chiefs, um, the San Francisco 49ers very obviously don't want to throw the ball. The last time they were out, Jimmy G threw it eight times. Right? They want to run the ball. They want to use their talented offensive line to open up holes, and they want to control the clock. But if they do test you, you have to be ready. If they do throw it, you have to be ready to make a play. Now, I think they will be. That's why I was boldly predicting that they're going to get a bunch of interceptions and stuff. But but it's it's um, it's a necessity that they stay engaged even if the game flow goes away from them for a while, whether it's keeping them involved by coming up and making tackles or it's keeping them involved by simply being extremely engaged in, in, in pass coverage. They have to stay involved. On the other side, uh, Raheem Mostert, might be the most important person in this game. Uh, not saying his ability is is the most important, but I'm saying getting him going might be the most important thing for the Niners for a few reasons. One, if Mostert's on the field and they're running the ball and they're running it well, Patrick Mahomes is on the sideline. And I can't think of a more beautiful sight for 49ers fans then Patrick Mahomes sitting on the bench with a fan pointed on him in Miami. You do not want him on the field because anytime he is on the field, he can make a play that changes the course of the game. So you want to give him less opportunities. Mostert can do that if he gets going on, on the ground. The other thing is their offense is just more effective when they're running. I, I don't – in theory, if he's not running the ball well – they could throw the ball and still have success on offense even if they aren't keeping Mahomes on the bench as long as they'd like. But that's in theory. I don't believe that will happen. If Mostert can't get going, I don't believe the the Niners will be able to get their offense moving in, in a proper direction. So uh, if you're looking at the Chiefs, if you're looking at someone maybe you know that's not the, the Mahomes, of, like anyone could sit here and say, key to the game, Mahomes and, and Jimmy G., 
Uh, I'm saying the keys to the game for the Chiefs are actually the secondary, headlined by Matthew and Fuller. And and the keys to the game for the Niners are actually Mostert getting going because um, if he doesn't, I don't think their offense can operate in a way that can keep up with the Chiefs. And it won't be doing as much harm to the Chiefs' offense as well. You know, if Jimmy G's, uh, you know, going out and throwing it every down, he's either going to score or he's going to give the ball back to the, to the Chiefs quick. And the ball back to the Chiefs quick is a nightmare for the Niners. And the thing that's so interesting about this game is how many intricacies there are here that you're pointing out. Like, I, it's it's amazing to me how much, how, like, you know, all the little the morsels you can, like, kind of pick at for this game. And it's why football is the greatest game. It, 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 every game has these morsels. It's just they give us two weeks to focus on one game for the Super Bowl, right? They have that week off, and it allows us to to dive in further. But every game has these little matchups within the matchup, um, you know, Debo Samuel against Fuller, I think could be a really interesting one. Um, Tyron Matthew against George Kittle, I think could be a really interesting one. Um, on the other side, Sherman, if they do go man, who is he looking to lock down and can he lock them down? Super interesting. Mostert, uh, the, the passing games against the pass rushers. Both teams have talented pass rushers that they've invested quite a bit in, either money or draft capital. Uh, there's, there's a lot of little matchups within the matchup. Uh, and that's not even taking into account that uh, Kyle Shanahan is looking to become the first son of a Super Bowl winning coach to be a Super Bowl winning coach. Uh, Andy Reid is looking to complete really the last piece of the puzzle that he has in his career. He's got 220 plus wins. Uh, he's got conference championships. He's got uh, record-breaking quarterbacks. He's got other coaches that worked for him that are now head coaches elsewhere. He, he's got a lot of good going for him. And and now it just comes down to um now it just comes down to can he can he get over that last hump? There's storylines, there's narratives, there's matchups within matchups, there's Shakira and J Lo, there's 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 commercials for Doritos There's commercials and, and wings and there's all all this good stuff going on. It's why we, we love Super Bowl Sunday so much. Uh, when we come back, I'll make my Super Bowl pick. Uh we'll make college basketball picks, NBA picks. We'll send you off into the weekend the right way, right after this, right here on the Tim Donnelly Show. WRAD streaming live worldwide on the TuneIn app. More of the Tim Donnelly Show next on WRAD. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show on the talk of the New River Valley, WRAD 101.7103.5-1460 AM. This weekend is a big weekend, but it's just like every weekend. Grab yourself a Dos Equis, grab yourself a good group of friends, tell some stories, stretch, stretch the truth, and keep it interesante. If there was ever a time to stretch the truth, truth. it's this weekend. Uh, keep it interesante. As always, Dos Equis is the only beer that inspired the very first two-point conversion, the only beer that, that inspired uh, Ben Franklin to knock over a goalpost, the only beer whose shade of green on the bottle is the exact same shade as football turf, the only beer that lettered in football, football, and foosball. So grab yourself a Dos Equis this weekend and keep it in Terezonte. Always drink responsibly. Um, time for picks. Picks, 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 beginning with uh, the NFL Chiefs Niners. Chiefs Niners. Chiefs Niners. You know what? I, I do think both of these teams are good. I think both of these teams are deserving. I don't think this is going to be a blowout. I do think the Chiefs are going to win. 
I do think the Chiefs are going to win, which goes against everything in my fiber of my being. How so? I like to look for, for history, right? I always say the best indicator of past success, excuse me, the best indicator of future success is past success. And when you look at Super Bowls that have this style of matchup, where one team has arguably the best defense in the league and the other team has arguably the best offense in the league, when they've matched up in Super Bowls throughout the years, the defense has won. So that is telling me that I should go Niners. But but my advanced brain, right? That's my normal brain, but my advanced brain is telling me that those other games took place in a league that is different. It took place in a league where offense didn't dominate quite as much as offense dominates now. It didn't operate in a league where Patrick Mahomes existed. It didn't operate in a league where the RPO game was as prominent. Right? There's there's something to be said for giving the best defense in the league two weeks to prepare for an offense. Right? And back in the day, they were able to draw up plays that could stop the plays that the offense did well. But when you start putting in RPOs, when you start putting in more options, when you start putting in more checks at the line, these offenses don't necessarily care if you know what they're going to run. They make split-second adjustments within plays after the ball is snapped to react to what you're doing and make you wrong. Linebacker comes down, we're throwing it over the top. Linebacker drops off, we're handing it off. Right? It's it's an RPO, it's an option. That's what it does. So back in the day, a defensive coaching staff, given two weeks to prepare, could just out game plan the heck out of the offensive coaching staffs. Nowadays, the offensive coaching staffs are saying, Okay, tell uh tell your your linebackers every time they're in this formation, we're running the ball. When we call the play, we don't even know if we're running the ball. Right? How how are you going to catch tendencies that when the ball is snapped, the guy that called the play doesn't know if it's a run or a pass? Right? You used to just break down the film and break down the tendencies and say, on third down and nine, this offensive coordinator throws it uh, in a drop back pass 74% of the time, so we have to be prepared to stop it. Now it's like, I call the run pass option. If we're throwing it 74% of the time, it's because the defense is telling us to throw it 74% of the time. So my my advanced brain is telling me the Chiefs are going to buck history. They're going to upend things that that are seen as commonplace. And Andy Reid will be raising the Lombardi Trophy for the first time in his two decades as a head coach. Second try in the Super Bowl, 20th try overall. And Mahomes is going to go to Disney World, and then he's going to sign the world's biggest contract, and he is going to immediately move to the top of every dude's list for who would you trade lives with. Uh, The one with all the money and all the talent, that one. And all of the success, and he's only 24, 25, whatever he is. I'll take that one. So my, my, uh, my, my NFL pick, Chiefs, give me a bell. Thank you. Locking it in. College basketball. Uh, Duke taking on Syracuse. Uh, All of these games are on Saturday except for the Miami Pitt game at the end. 
Duke taking on Syracuse. I think Syracuse is good, but I think uh, Duke and that coaching staff has seen the 2-3 zone too many times to, to be surprised by it. Give me Duke. Georgia Tech at Notre Dame. Uh, Georgia Tech's pretty bad. Notre Dame's not much better, but they are a little bit. Give me Notre Dame. Louisville at NC State. Uh, Louisville's, I, I think, one of the best teams in the country. Give me Louisville. Boston College at North Carolina. Uh, I'm going to go Boston College to take down North Carolina. Um, I, I think North Carolina's having a really rough season, and I don't anticipate them changing that this weekend. Uh, Clemson at Wake. Give me, give me Clemson. Miami at Pittsburgh. Again, this is the Sunday game. It'll be a noon tip to you know maybe get you through the long wait for the Super Bowl. Uh, Miami at Pittsburgh, go ahead and give me Miami. Uh, and then, of course, the Florida State at Virginia Tech game. You know I got to take the Hokies. Uh, Going to have to knock down the threes, I'll tell you that much, but I think they can win at 71-70. Uh, in the NBA on Friday, a couple of games, picked a couple of games from each of the, the next couple of days. Uh, Friday, Mavs at Rockets. Looks like Luka Doncic is hurt, which means the Rockets are going to win. Nuggets at Bucks. Uh, the Nuggets are good. Giannis is better. Give me the Bucks. Blazers at Lakers. Uh, there's no way the Lakers will lose this game in uh, in L.A. The first game in L.A. for the Lakers since Kobe's passing. They postponed their game earlier this week. Uh, my guess is you're going to see LeBron and Anthony Davis do something pretty special. Uh, go ahead and give me the Lakers. Saturday, Sixers at Celtics. Uh, I think the Celtics will win because they're home and, and, and because the Sixers aren't 100% healthy. Nets at Wizards. I put this one on here just because Wizards fans in the area, I think you get a win this weekend. Bradley Beal is upset. He's not an all-star, and he's going to take it out on the league. I think he's going to score 40, maybe 45 points, and they beat the Nets. Sunday, Pelicans at Rockets. Give me the Rockets. Uh, also, Suns at Bucks. There wasn't, weren't many games to pick from on Sunday, so that, that's not a very good game, but uh, go ahead and give me the Bucks. I uh, do want to remind everybody one more time that you can catch the Hokies taking on Florida State uh, tomorrow on 105.3 The Bear, our sister station. Um, that is the flagship. Uh, half hour before tip-off, you can catch uh, John Laser, Mike Burnup, and the IMG Learfield pregame show. Also, uh do want to, to remind you to tune in on Monday. It'll be a fun show regardless for us here. Six to nine, we're either going to have a Hokie win and an awesome Super Bowl to talk about, or we're all going to get together and we're going to vent about a Hokie's loss and a boring Super Bowl. Uh, but but Monday's show will be live regardless. Let's just keep it glass half full. Po- you know, positivity. Hey, I, I, you know. Under promise, over deliver. That's what we always go with. Uh, <laughs> old sales strategy there. Um, but the picks are in. Super Bowl's in. Give me the Chiefs. I think they. Uh, I don't know if I gave a score. I think it's somewhere around 35-21, uh, maybe 38-21. I think the Chiefs have some distance there. Their offense is pretty darn impressive. Um, but that's going to do it for us here on this Friday. Congratulations, everyone. You've made it to the weekend. At least we have. So uh, we'll see you on Monday. Until then, have a great weekend, everybody. Yeah.